What's going on? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Without further ado, we're going to jump right into it. I'm here. I'm your host, Josh. I got my co-host. KG in the house. And today we're going to be talking about body fat. Uh, this is something we hear very, very regularly, um, both on YouTube, you know, in social circles, clients, things like that. People are always talking about body fat. It's a hot topic. It's fun to see where you're at. And now with functionality of scales, they have a body fat function built in them. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to go over misconceptions of this, um, thought process of this what body fat should you be there's a lot of um bro-y kind of understandings around this so typically most people you know i want to be eight percent body fat and i'll hear this from guys and girls which is a little ridiculous so first kind of thing you should know about body fat we're just going to discuss and kind of go through some interesting factors about this is that men and women's body fats are completely different women are obviously going to hold a lot more fat naturally as they should, if you consider vital organs, right? They're gonna have things that are just generally made of fat and that's gonna cause them to have a higher body fat. So women at 8% body fat would be dangerously low, Mm -hmm. be on the very low end, a very unsafe end, and it's not recommended for a woman to kind of tread along those lines. I believe common rhetoric, I mean, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I know like a range of it is for a woman to be around like 16 to 22%, I think it's like a low to high healthy range. And then for guys, I mean, off the top of your head, you can kind of be between a, like a 10 to 14. So a lot of people say, whoa, but my scale told me I'm 8% body fat, right? And a lot of people will do that and guys will use, everyone loves that 8% thing. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is the scale uses basically electrosim technology. So what it'll do is shoot like a little jolt of electricity through your body. You don't feel it, obviously. You'd have no clue it does that. And it can kind of detect how much water's within you. And then it can also compare that to your base stat. So usually when you have a scale like this, you have to put your height, weight, and then we'll use this water mass to kind of calculate your total. And then that will give you a body fat. Now this works okay for gen pop. It'll, it'll do okay because it's simple calculations, but these things get thrown off if you're A, very skinny, or B, very muscular. So for me, I remember my scale was telling me I was about 18 or 19% body fat. When I did a DEXA scan, which is one of the more reliable ways to do it, you have to like pay money, uh, you're laying down, it checks bone marrow, everything like that. It's a very expensive machine, and that was pinning me at about 14 to 15% body fat. So there was quite a discrepancy there. Saying so, the scales aren't useless, they can be used as a good tool to gauge from where they are. Yeah. So you can kind of work off of the scale. And then there's other measures too. So there's calipers, which are also okay. Mm-hmm. But once again, usually it can depend. So basically you're going to take a little pinchy thing. You're going to pinch your skin, see how much of it you can grab. And then from there, that will help kind of determine off some formulas what body fat you are. You know, shortcomings here, people can pinch more or less skin and that's going to cause problems because it's going to cause variance in your calculations. And sometimes it's, yeah, it it can be very user-based error kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So it can be good to do trends. You know, any of these measures, you can use them from A, B, C kind of points of your life to compare how you change. But that's why body fat is an inherent measure, isn't Manga Kyle's personal favorite thing. I think it's a tool nonetheless, like everything else, but I think people put way too much love on it and for me I find the best thing to do is just really work on visual cues so there's little kind of standings to know where you are and um, even like people like body fat because it's easier to understand even though it isn't it's similar to BMI Mm -hmm. you want to talk about BMI yes 
yeah, so BMI, it's funny because like, you know, when you have a little bit more muscle, even for myself, I've always been extremely obese. Well, BMI is body fat, body mass index yeah. scale. So it's what like your doctor would use yeah. to determine if you're healthy, underweight, obese, or overweight. And now you can... Yeah, and just basically like if you're someone that regularly works out and, you know, you've got a lot of muscle too, you would always tell you that you're you're obese or overweight and it's just a lot of times you know i'd say 99% of the time it's just something that you shouldn't exactly be going off of we also have a podcast exactly talking about the ways that you guys can measure progress so it's not just necessarily like bmi or like body fat there's a lot of different ways for you to measure your progress and make sure you're you know um moving in the right direction within the gym so um one thing i've noticed definitely is like most guys especially will highly highly under underestimate their body fat Mm -hmm. like i'd say probably 90 percent of people i've ever talked to about body fat will always say that they're like five to seven percent lower than they are and i've done that in the past and josh has said no there's no way like you're at least like 15 percent or something like when i thought i was probably around 10 just because um a common thing is also you may be holding different percentage of body fat in different areas. So while my upper body may be 8%, which it sometimes is, my stomach may be 15%. Exactly, right? And that's why body fat is so individual specific. I've seen people with abs that hold a lot of fat in their butt and their legs. And there's also healthy areas to hold fat. So that's where you do want to hold your fat is your legs and your butt yeah. and less kind of visceral fat on your stomach. It's a measure of better health, but saying so, that's why body fat, BMI are both inherently, I would argue, problematic and, you know, very debatable. Even the DEXA, which is considered, quote unquote, coined as the gold standard for measuring can be extremely inaccurate because it's based off if it essentially, if you have a lot of water, the, the, the actual machine will gauge that as lean mass. So I could drink like four liters of water and quote unquote gain 15 pounds of lean mass. So you would think, oh wow, that's more muscle gain, but no, it's just water. It also counts tissues as lean mass. So it's hard to get extremely like specific. That's why I like visual cues the best first and foremost, how you look. I mean, if I look in the mirror and I have six pack abs, does it matter if I'm 8% body fat or 15%? No, I have six pack abs. So that's a better gauge. However, I will find if you are curious where you're at at home, I can speak more to men as I, than I could for women. I know for women to have abs, usually they need to be below, I believe 18% to have like decent abs. And for a guy, it, it'll range, right? Like Kyle's being very lean and they just don't pop until he gets quite lean. Mine will stay even when I'm kind of chunky but my veins and shoulders won't come out unless I'm super lean. Kyle's will be out even if he's not lean. So we're like polar opposites there. Yeah. But that's why you can't use these universal scales to mm-hmm. gauge things. The one I've found to be pretty true is if you have like a vein on your ab, like going kind of into your crotch, it's usually a good way to tell you're probably around like 10 to 12. Usually you'll start to see those suckers when you get pretty freaking lean when you get right down there. And that's the point. A true 10%. I used to caliper. I think I was 230 and I thought I was 8% body fat. Yeah. At 230, which is ridiculous. Last time I did a dex, I was 215. Um, fairly lean, not too lean. And I was 14, 15, like I said last time. So if you consider that, it's completely different than a caliper. Mm-hmm. Um, the scale is telling me a different number. And I guess our big takeaway here, this is a little rambling. We apologize for that. But hopefully this uh, I think helps. we're learning a lot. Yeah, hopefully it helps shift your mindset. Because this is something we have a very hard time communicating to clients and people yeah. that come in. I want to be this body fat. I find a better goal is to 
like you can even aim for things like I want abs, you know, you got to mm-hmm. do what you got to do to get abs or, you know, I want to be this lean or I want to keep pushing my like leanness. And yeah. it's the same reason I don't fall in love with weights. Clients will always say, what weight should it be? What weight should I be? And you kind of have to see and see what your body allows, mm-hmm. what you shape into. I remember even Kyle, I think his first cut or a recent one, at least you were maybe like 180 or something. And mm-hmm. we kept saying like, oh, he's like, I'll be good to compete at 170. Then he got a little leaner. He's like, okay, 160. Yeah. And he kept going. And it was looking like maybe 150. 150 Kyle would yeah. have some serious abs, some six-pack uh, shredded cheese grater abs at 150. And that's the issue. You know, you can fall in love with the weight. And the best thing you can do if you really want to succeed is not be in love with the weight. No mm-hmm. one cares what you weigh. I mean, right now I'm like 207, and I'm not even insanely lean. I'd probably put myself at like 12, maybe, yeah, I'd say about 12% body fat. I mean, I got a nice six pack. I kind of have that vein, you know, I have a few other veins, but I'm not stupid lean or anything like that. And to me, I know if I, hey, if I want to get really lean, I'll probably have to dip below 200. It's okay. It's where you look good. And everything's a trade-off, right? So being lean is very overrated in my yeah, opinion. I was about to say that. <laughs> so there's, there's people, like there's some YouTubers that advocate you need to be like 20% body fat. The more chunk, the better. Mm-hmm. The more natural it is padding. Um, and there's people that are like lean all around, lean gains, this and that. And that can be good too, but you have to understand if you're very lean, it's hard to be in an anabolic state. Because to be anabolic essentially just means you're able to add on muscle, right? You're in a surplus. Your body can produce and evolve upon itself. Whereas in a catabolic state, a reductionary state, like when you're cutting or you're very lean, it's kind of pushing you. It's hard to develop, right? You don't have much to develop. Your body doesn't have the tools, the hormones to develop. And when you're very lean like that, it's unnatural. Your body thinks it's starving itself. It suppresses you. You're going to be a little more tired. You're going to want to sleep more. You know, you're going to have less like general kind of neat throughout the day where you're like twitching, moving, you know, singing with songs like that will start to reduce the leaner you get and it can impact your life. Once again, if you're too heavy, you know, your cardio can suck, you can feel fat, you can lose your confidence. So it's very different for everyone. I know people that are 26% body fat and they're so happy. Mm-hmm. They love life. And I know people that are stupid lean year all around and they cope so well looks good on them they have good amount of muscle they're confident there so it's really about experimentation playing with things but once again if you want to be your most successful you should probably stay within those mid to healthy ranges that i suggested earlier like for men you know you can be probably i'd even open it up to like 10 to 18 percent yeah would be fairly productive anything below 10 obviously you're going to lose some muscle anytime you do a big cut you're going to dip some muscle and then female i think it's like 16 to 24 uh, is about kind of the ranges you want to be and those are still lower end ranges where you'd look quite good good sorry so you'd be surprised so once again our big takeaway don't fall in love with the body fat don't fall in love with anything experiment a lot in your physique and look for trends and if you're really stuck go to a coach because i mean when i look at someone i can tell you what body fat you are pretty quick now i have a good eye for it obviously i'm not going to be dead on but i can get enough of a trend where i can say hey we either need to help you lose a bit and then gain off that or we need to gain a bit then lose some and everyone's different and obviously your mind will play tricks with you when you look in a mirror just the other day i had someone like come up to me and say oh i'm too big right now and like i've looked and i'm like wow this person is like crazy skinny right now like (laughs) like almost probably borderline like you know right down there and it's just so interesting how the mind can play tricks like that so that's my takeaway anything to add no not really i just uh we get so many messages like just for online like pretty much the message is formatted exactly like this hey man 
I'm 12% body fat. How can you help me get to 6%? Mm-hmm. So there's two things wrong there. Number one, you're probably not 12% unless you're actually pretty lean. And number two, like stop just aiming for that number because you know the chances are you're not exactly going to be able to you know, really, really focus on re- reducing that because it's very hard to measure. And, you know, you want to focus on those other things that had Josh had mentioned, like, you know, how ha- happy you are with just how you look at yourself in the mirror and how you feel and all that other stuff. So, yeah, that's pretty yeah, good. Another discussion Thursday. I'm not following too tight to a format, just talking through some things. Yeah. Good conversation to learn. And hopefully you enjoyed this. Share this with a friend that's obsessed with their body fat. It's going to go a long way. Uh, It's a new year. Leave a review if you haven't. It means the world. I think we're up to 20 reviews now. That's it. I'd really like to have that to 25 by the end of the month, end of this January. So if you can help us get there, uh, you're the best. It'll mean the world to us. We make these content, this content and take our time to get it done. If you can leave a review, that's more than enough payback. And we'd appreciate that a ton. We'll see you Monday for Mailbox Monday.